Hey everybody, Bees with Ben. Got an interesting uh, little episode, this one. I thought I'd do something a little bit different. 99 facts about bees. Obviously we know these bees are such a crucial, important little insect and their uh, intimate connection with humans has turned them somewhat into an insect superstar. So I thought, why not? Let's do some bee facts. 99 bee facts. Now, probably when I was doing this and writing them down, and uh, I thought, you know what? It's almost never-ending doing this. So um, so I'm going to get stuck in this. But before I do, once again, just want to say a big appreciation to all of you that are listening to this podcast. Really appreciate your time. And for those who have subscribed, and thank you, please, 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 please give it a review if you're listening to it on iTunes. would be amazing. So, 99 facts about bees. Well, first one, number one. So, I'm going to go through them all from 1 to 99. And um, some you're going to find there's going to be something in here that you don't know. I, I promise you. And uh, if you know of any weird and wonderful bee facts, text them through to me. You know, let, let me know. I, I'm really interested to hear how you're doing. And particularly if you've got bees. I want to know how your bees are doing, no matter where in the world. Send me a photo. 0437 Um, I find text is a lot better because um, the only times I seem to be behind a computer is when I'm doing this podcast and I'm back out on the road checking all my bees and everyone else's bees too because I help a lot of people with the bees, which I really enjoy doing. All right, number one, worldwide bees are valued at over $170 billion, $170 billion worldwide globally. That's It's an estimate, but that's a pretty... It's, it's, I think they're priceless personally, but that's uh, they're worth that much. And that's forgetting honey, that's pollination. I think in Australia they're worth about $6 billion. Uh, number two, there are around 25,000 species of bees with more to be discovered. But what's interesting, most of them are solitary. So they're a solitary bee. There are three types of bees that actually have abandoned flowers altogether they're actually called vulture bees and what they do is actually use meat and they're they're meat somewhat similar to fly maggots and what they do is they'll actually you know eat the the carrion the meat and they're actually and but they're actually classes of bee that's number three number four takes one kilo uh of honey uh for a bee for one or two of a 140 5,000 kilometers worth of flying. So that's enough fuel. So one kilometer, well, one kilometer, one kilo of honey takes up to 145,000 kilometers of flying. That's the energy. Uh, number five, a worker bee can visit up to 2,000 flowers per day. So that's amazing. When you look at a colony, probably average, you know, 15, 20,000, you know, at peak times, you know, 2,000 flowers per day uh, a bee can uh, visit up to. That's amazing. Number six, um, you know, there's a, inside the beehives, it's actually really interesting. They've all got different classes, but there's actually a workforce with inside the hive that will destroy eggs that do not smell like the queen. So they've got a, a, a different pheromone. So that's where some things like, you know, wax moth eggs and um, small hive beetles and that type of thing, the bees will actually kick them out. I thought that's fascinating. Number seven, um, when not loaded up with pollen or nectar, worker bees about half the weight of a drone or a queen. Interesting. Number eight, when a drone bee mates with a queen, his genitals burst out of his body. 
Wow, I don't know if that's a good way or a bad way to go, but anyway, you can be the decider on that one. Uh, number nine, uh, the queen's actually not the boss inside the hive. Her brain is actually smaller than the workers, and I think they're, um, that's an interesting one because that brings me on to number 10. The size of a honeybee's brain is the size of a sesame seed, which is uh, very, very interesting. Size of a sesame seed. So um, the queen is, as I said, not the boss, and she's got a small brain. Number 11, the career of a bee of juveniles for responsible for, for keeping brood cells clean and warm. So what happens is um, the juvenile bees, what they do is they keep the brood warm and clean. Um, then you've got the young nurse bees, which are responsible for feeding uh, the larvae. And, um, and then you've got the, um, the nurse bees are replaced by younger bees that move on to general hive maintenance. Uh, and tasks like wax building and construction of comb. Um, and then in preparation, so they're going through their careers, these are their little jobs, they become a forager. Uh, and as they become a forager, they get familiar with the outdoors. Uh, but before they do that, you know, by foraging, actually start off as guards. So um, it's only the older bees that carry out the foraging duties, as this is actually high-risk work. Number 12, Dancing for dinner. Bees turn to service or they come in a dance floor. Uh, as foraging bees will come back home and they'll do the dance. Let others know where to get their food, like pollen and nectar. And that's that, um, that dance, that bee dance that we've all would have heard of. Number 13. Um, inside a hive is about 34, 35 degrees. But you know, they use their flight muscles to actually vibrate to create the heat. So that's why they need honey. So the honey is actually that fuel for that. Uh, number 14. Uh, honeybees make up more than 50 different pheromones, enabling a huge range of messages to be conveyed. 14, number 15, honeybee venom is called apitoxin. And it's what it is, it's actually a cocktail of proteins that cause the pain, itchiness, and an increased blood flow to the site so the uh, venom travels faster. Number 16, um, it's interesting in this one, this is as bees fly through the air, they build up a small positive electrical charge. Flowers, on the other hand, tend to have a slight negative charge, allowing the spread of pollen more easily. Uh, that's why they're such a, a, a brilliant design as far as pollinators. And that's all bees, not just honeybees, like bumblebees as well. Uh, 17, a bee has five eyes. Uh, two eyes actually see movement, while the other three detect light intensity. Uh, number 18, drones do not have a father, but they have a grandfather. Have a think about that one. They do not have a father, but they have a grandfather. 19, a queen bee has the exact same genetics as a worker. She's just developed into the queen as she was fed extra royal jelly. There you go. Number 20, the honeybee genome sequence project it started in 2003 so this is to work out their genome sequencing uh, it's all part like that dna and so forth it started in 2003 it took three years to complete and cost almost 7.5 million us dollars that's about what's that about 10 no, just over 10 million australian dollars um buzz pollination or it's uh or it's got a proper name called sonication sonication is a technique employed by many types of bees mostly bumblebees number 22 
Honeybees can be trained to detect explosives. <laughs> Honeybees can be trained to detect explosives. And you can actually Google this one. It's very interesting. So I encourage you to check this out online. Uh, bees actually, they need to rest. They've uh, see they don't actually necessarily sleep as such. You know, the sorts that they do sleep, but they go into this sort of quietened state, which is kind of like the insect version of sleep. Um, number 24, nearly all bees are diurnal, but there are actually a few types of bees that are nocturnal. There's actually a species of bee in the North American desert, and it's fully, it's a nocturnal type of bee, which is interesting. Uh, 25, many cultures recognize and respect the importance of the honeybee. In Bulgaria, on July the 8th, is designated as the beekeeper's holiday. I reckon we need that here in Australia. You know, July the 8th, beekeeper's holiday, really cool. 26, it is now believed it is unlikely that Einstein said we would all die within four years if bees become extinct. But what is interesting is our diets have changed from, would change from more wind-pollinated crops like grains, um, so, so forth. So it actually, that, so what I'm saying is there's a change, like he's predicted that that would happen, but it would change our actually diets. Um, sorry, if bees go, our diets would change. As, sorry. Einstein predicted if bees go, we've got four years to live. But what would actually happen, I should, I'm trying to spit this out, is what would happen is our diets would change. So we wouldn't all be, become, humans wouldn't become extinct, we'd just evolve. So we'd have more wind-pollinated crops, like grains as opposed to fruit and vegetables. But obviously, once again, that'd alter our diet. But that's, there's obviously, you know, various things in that. Uh, number 27, um, there has been so much use of pesticides in parts of China, like the southwest, there is no longer a choice but to hand pollinate crops like pears and apples. That is crazy, absolutely crazy. Um, uh, number 28, at bre peak breeding times like spring, the queen is fed about every 30 minutes, while worker bee larvae fed every two hours. Very interesting. 29, bees eat about three kilos of honey to produce around 400 grams of beeswax. Number 30, foraging honeybees fly around 15 to 25 kilometers per hour. But compare this with a dragonfly, which flies just over 50 kilometers per hour. 31, um, the brain of a bee has the densest neuropile tissue of any other animal in the world. Fascinating. 32, Worker bees weigh about 121 milligrams, but prior to swarming, they'll load up on about 36 milligrams of honey ready for the trip. 33, bees need sleep. Well, this is similar to the other one. Bees need a kind of sleep. And it's proven if they're woken up at night and tired, they lose productivity during the day. So that's, once again, the sleep is when they shut down, but it's not. It's like a, it's an insect version, so they actually need to be proven. Uh, 34, takes about 12 bees to make one teaspoon of honey 35 each bee sting contains around 150 microliters of venom but it's thought that it takes a normal person around 20 stings per kilo of body weight to be lethal so if i weigh 100 kilos i think i'm a little bit over 100 kilos with covid but anyway uh i'd need about 2,000 stings to to knock me over interesting Number 36, uh, honeybees strike their wings at around 11,500 times per minute. But compare this with a fly. A fly beats its wings at 62,000 times a minute. Amazing. Number 37, uh, there can be between 20,000 and 60,000 pollen grains on one bee. 
once again, going back to what I said before, such important pollinators. Um, number 38, on average around 15 to 30% of the foragers collect pollen, while most collect nectar, uh, while some other bees collect propolis and water. So, um, so the majority of them are collecting nectar. 39, the energy in 30 grams of honey is enough food for one bee to fly around the world. Amazing. Uh, number 40, runny bums, or more appropriately called dysentery, bees, like all animals, have, can have digestive problems. And uh, there's a gut infection, uh, which is a disease we sometimes see in bees called Nosema. Um, number 41, this one's a big mouthful. Gyandromorphic bees, big word. Honey bees are said to be gyandromorphic, are both female and male. So they both have the body parts of a male and a female, gyandromorphic bees. So there's a couple of photos of there uh, on the internet of that, which I found very interesting. 42, uh, many insects secrete wax as a form of protection on their exoskeletons, but bees have taken this a step further and have four pairs of glands underneath their abdomen that excrete wax, you know, beeswax. Uh, and this helps, obviously, to create, you know, the wax comb on which they store nectar pollen um, and breed their little offspring. 43, and now the blood of a bee is called hemolymph. It's very different to the blood of mammals. It doesn't carry oxygen as blood does in uh, various mammals. Um, oxygen within a bee is distributed around the body of a bee by these little tubes called trachea. So um, remember that. The insect's blood or bee's blood is called hemolymph. 44. Um, a small number of honeys are thixotropic. And a classic example of that one is manuka. Uh, that, what it basically means that in the comb it acts like a solid gel, but it's stirred... It acts like a liquid, but it returns to the gel form when stirring has stopped. That's called thixotropic. 45, mead, the first alcoholic beverage known to humans. Methaglin is the same name, but for spiced honey wine. Uh, Malamel is uh, mead made with fruit juices. And it actually turns out vinegar um, has was made from the first dodgy batch of mead. So you, know, you can actually do that. You can make mead and that convert that into vinegar. Fascinating. 46. Um, now, this is interesting as well because a lot of people would see this, but uh, pure beeswax products get what's like a mold on it. This is actually called bloom. Uh, and beeswax comprises of over 300 components. Some of these might migrate to the surface, giving a moldy type appearance. Um, you can actually get rid of it by uh, wiping it or using a bit of heat at about 40 degrees and a, pick, a quick blast of the hairdryer will have your beeswax or your beeswax candle Looking like brand new. Um, number 47. Scientists have found that clostridium botulism, also known as infant botulism, is found everywhere. And bees can pick it up in their travels. So that's why it's important not to feed honey to babies under the age of six months. It used to be 12 months, but I think they brought it down to six months. Uh, because the little baby's body, uh, little digestive system, has not adequately able to break down these spores. Uh, 48, Lorenzo Lorraine Langstroth, the father of practical beekeeping. He was born in 1810 and 1895. I wonder what he would think of the flow hive. I wonder what he'd think, you know, going back, if he could sort of, back then, you could say to him, you know, if you had that time machine um, and go back and show him, I wonder what he would think. 
49. Uh, we've all heard of uh, metamorphosis, but bees go through a very more advanced system of metamorphosis, which is four stages. So it's egg, larvae, pupae, and adult form. But these less advanced insects, you know, grasshoppers and crickets, only go through three stages of development, egg, nymph, and adult form. Uh, number 50, almost halfway, everyone. So um, this is uh, really so cool. Um, I've sort of learned a couple of things myself while, um, while doing this. Um, beeswax melts between 62 and 66 degrees Celsius. It is insoluble in water but mixes well with most waxes and oils. So that's where it makes really good um, polish. Uh, number 51, Parthenogenesis is the development of an egg without fertilization. It is interesting in that a queenless hive left too long will allow worker bees to lay eggs. These in turn will become drones, allowing the fight for genetic survival of the colony. So how fascinating is that? So if the colony goes queenless, it's that last chance for those drones from that particular colony's genetics to actually spread. So incredible, incredible that they do that. Uh, 52 vocal queens. This is called piping. You know, I might have heard it. You know, this funny little pipe, little noise. I can't do it so well. Uh, but it's like, pipe, 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 pipe. That's what they, the noise that they, uh, these um, queens make. Um, and it's what, what she does is she vibrates her wing muscles while pressing down on her thorax. And it's kind of like a, that piping sort of tooting noise. Um, I think it's one of those things I don't really, really know why they actually do it. It's a bit of a, one of those mysteries of the world. So if anyone knows the answer to that, please let me know. Uh, here's an interesting one. Uh, 53, it's uh, washboarding behavior. It's very unique. Uh, you can see you know, hundreds or more bees rocking back, backwards and forwards at the entrance of the hive, usually bent sort of down a little bit. And one of these things, they don't know what he knows why they do it. So it's all washboarding and it's it can happen and I've seen it. You see it, well, not regularly, but enough to go, oh, that's interesting behaviour. It's all like they spread. It's almost like they're dancing on the outside of the box. Um, number 54, Tasmania has a few things that Mainland does not. Um, there's two things, actually. The humble bumblebee is one. And they also have this thing, uh, bit of a, a weird little, I wouldn't say, I don't know if it's a pest or not. I don't know if anyone listening in Tasmania, you know, brawler flies. It's like this little fly, like a louse, and it's, it can live inside the beehive, and it's really unique and different, but we don't have that here on the mainland. Um, 55, it's interesting that bees are allowed to produce their own wax combs. The hexagonal shape can be laid in three variations. So when you look at that, the comb, it can be vertical, horizontal, or tiled, like on, on an angle. Um, so how interesting is that? Three different variations of when they put that. And that was one I did not know uh, when I was researching this for the uh, 99 fascinating things about bees. 56, uh, how's, how funny is this? Bees are attracted to caffeine just like some of their beekeepers. I love coffee. I am uh, just love the taste. I love the smell. It's absolutely love it. And so do bees. Bees love it as well. They love caffeine, and I heard too, cocaine as well. Bees can get hooked on cocaine, which is um, very interesting. All right, 57. Um, using the smallest amount of material and strongest construction, uh, the most amount of liquid, the hexagonal shape is a perfect construction within the beehive. So that's that shape. The, it's the hexagonal shape is, um, is really, really cool, just because it can can hold the most amount. 
Because if it was rounds, you'd have waist, square, wouldn't be as strong. So um, 58, bees use the sun as a compass to find their way. But if the sun is behind the clouds, they use polarised light. <clears throat> Interesting. 59, uh, we all know that bees have different jobs, but there are some that are undertakers. So what they do is they take out their dead bodies of their sisters, uh, which are the cleaners. Interesting. Number 60, uh, in the summer months, so the summer months in, say, London is a good example, it's estimated that bees outnumber people 30 to 1. 61. And uh, bears attack the hives. Now, when we know of bears attacking the hives, they're not like Winnie the Pooh. They're after the honey, but they're actually after the larvae, which are a very rich source of protein. Uh, 62... Another awesome bee fact, bees have two stomachs, one for nectar collecting and one is digestive. Uh, 63, bee smell is 50 times more than a dog. So they can smell 50 times more than a dog. Um, this is another interesting one. In, uh, number 64, uh, when introduced into North America, the Native Americans referred to honeybees as the white man's fly. Number 65, uh, right up to the mid-1700s, it was common practice to kill bees, all the bees in the hive, in order to get the honey out. So what they do is completely kill the colony just to get the honey. And that was right up to the, around, around about the mid-1700s is they worked. That's what they were doing. Uh, but then, then they later on, particularly when Langstroth come through, Lorraine Lorenzo Langstroth worked out how to manage those bees without actually killing them, which is, um, which is really good. Uh, number 66, the word honeymoon is derived from the ancient tradition of supplying a newlywed couple a month's supply of mead in order to ensure, ensure happiness and fertility. Uh, that's, I like that one. That's good. Uh, 67, uh, weight to weight, honeybee venom is more lethal than cobra venom. Interesting. I think because of the, sorry, the really minute amounts of uh, venom in a bee. But how's that? Uh, 68, um, beekeeping is said to be the second oldest profession in the world. Do you know what the oldest profession is? Um, maybe I should have saved this one for 69. Uh, the oldest profession is prostitution. Uh, but beekeeping is said to be the second oldest. Uh, 69, um, if your name is Melissa, I like this name, it's a beautiful name, Melissa. Uh, if I had a daughter, I think I'd call her Melissa because the name is derived from the Greek word for honeybee. Uh, speaking about Greek mythology, uh, it is Apollo who's sought to be Greece's first beekeeper. Uh, 71. Uh, some parts of Africa, they use beehives as fences to keep the elephants out. Imagine that. Like you've got an elephant, I don't know what's an elephant weigh, 1.52 tonne or something. You've got a bee that weighs 120 plus milligrams. Isn't that amazing? Uh, safety in numbers, that's what it's all about. Number 72, honey is 25% more sweeter than white table sugar. That's good. That's, that's a good thing. I actually put honey in my coffee. I've, I'm addicted to honey. And uh, I put it in my coffee and I got used to it now and I actually prefer it. If I go out, I've almost got to, I've got to either ask for honey or I've got to take my own supply of honey if I get a, get a latte. And um, so, yeah, so I much prefer it. Um, now, number 73, honeybees are not, not, not born knowing how to make honey, but they are taught by the other workers. And this gets passed down generation by generation. Interesting. Um, 
74, this is one I did not know. Honey is the only source of antioxidant called pinocebrum. Pinocebrum, P-I-N-O-C-E-M-B-R-I-N. Interesting. 75, um, it's thought that bees, even though bees have jointed legs, they don't have kneecaps, even though bees are the beasties. <laughs> I love that one, that's good. Uh, 76, bees are proven to have facial recognition. Uh, which I've actually seen this before. You know, bees will actually with their keepers. You know, I could be in my backyard, and if I got a friend, you know, come around, then they might go for them, but they don't go for me. So that's proven. Um, Seventy-seven. Uh, don't blame them on this one. Bees hate the smell of human breath, and that's actually one when if bees have been, um, or sorry, bees of if the beekeeper has been uh, drinking wine, they. Um, Drinking wine, they hate that smell of tannins. So 77, bees hate the smell of human breaths. 78, uh, bees are a very clean animal and will only poop, defecate outside their hive. It's a nice clean animal. 79, um, honeybees are the only type of bee that will die after stinging. But this is only with mammals. So it's with humans that have got our skin and with our epidermal layers, that's when they will actually, if they sting, they will die. Uh, rare, rare, rare occasions you can actually flick them out and they don't um they don't die but if a bee stings another invertebrate it will not die uh it's only humans and and bears obviously and mammals mammals uh 80 uh beekeeping suits are generally white and this is because the, the color white it's harder for the bees to see um 81 uh the kenyan top bar hive was actually designed in canada so it was designed in Canada, I think in the um, in the 1970s, as a way of the Kenyans to use, you know, offcuts of wood and to create it into these those particular hives, which are really cool. So I've got a couple myself. Uh, 82. Uh, how good is this? 470 second, 477 seconds. The crowdfunding campaign Fly Hive made its target of 91,000. And they made a record-breaking amount, 16.9 million in six weeks. That's when the Fly Hive was um, launched five, about five years ago, which has really increased the popularity of people keeping bees around the world, which is awesome. Um, 83, um, queen bees are fed exclusively on royal jelly for the duration of life. This is different when compared to the workers, which are fed a mix of honey and pollen. Uh, 84, uh, each beehive has its own very unique distinct smell so that's how they know you know bees from other colonies will keep them at bay 85 um whilst a worker bee will die after stinging a, a queen actually won't so a worker bee can sting uh, but a queen bee's sting is doesn't have barbs so her barbs so i've never been stung by a queen well i think i might have been nicked but but i've never been stung by a queen bee but her hers aren't actually barbed uh 86 is a good one bees work harder than you do so you're listening bees work harder than you do i like that um 87 bee stings have some benefits melatonin melatonin is used in medical research and may prevent hiv uh, they do a lot i think it's, bees are one of the most studied animals outside of humans which is absolutely awesome um 88 uh when bees change their jobs as i said earlier on uh, when they go from you know cleaners and workers and guards and foragers, they actually their brain chemistry changes. Really cool. 
Um, 89, uh, research has proven that bees have different personalities. Some are thrill seekers while others are a bit more timid. That is, uh, that is really cool. Uh, bees see all kinds of colours except the colour red that they don't see as well. Um, bees can see for at least 300 to 650 nanometers. Like most insects, they can see the colours in the spectrum except the colour red. Definitely one for curious bee facts, that one. I thought that was really cool. Uh, 91. Uh, the biggest species of bees is a bumblebee. Bees grow four times bigger than the regular um, honeybee. Uh, 92, uh, honey bees, uh, sim- uh, uh, honey from the bees symbolize of love. The ancient Romans and Greeks viewed honey as a symbol of love. According to mythology, Cupid realized the value of passion without worrying about death or consequences after getting stung by a bee. That's an interesting one. Um, 93, bees were believed to come from an animal carcass. From the ancient until the pre-modern times, people believed that bees came from begonia or animal carcass. That's a weird type one, isn't it? Um, 94, uh, Napoleon chose the bee as his status emblem. Due to the bee's nature of toil and dedication to servicing the queen, the bee represented the Napoleonic heraldry at its emblem. Generally, bees symbolize hard work, diligence, and industriousness. Industriousness. That's a, got a lot of syllables, that word. Uh, it was really cool. Uh, 95. Once researching these, and I, once again, I thought it was so, so cool because this is something I didn't know. Um, you know the African killer bees... Um, they actually have less venom than the normal bees. So um, they're a little bit smaller um, and, they, and they have less venom, but they're more of them want to sting. So that was uh, interesting. That was 95. Uh, 96, uh, bees have rotated and twisted wings. Unlike other insects, bees don't have rigid wings. In flight, bees make short but quick sweeping movements with their wings. Due to their wider range of motion, bees have been observed flying backwards or hovering for brief moments. Very interesting. Uh, number 97. Now, this was uh, one that I thought was really cool because we've probably all seen it in um, like Chemist Warehouse and, and the airports, is Burt's Bees. Um, Burt's Bees is a well-known sort of a, a brand in America. Uh, his name was Burt Shavitz. Uh, I believe he was uh, a German-American. And um, it was interesting because he... He started his company and um, he partnered up with a lady called Roxanne Quimby. Uh, it was back in the early 1980s. And uh, she bought him out uh, for $130,000 in 1999. Now, how's this one for a kicker? Bird's Bees was sold to a pharmaceutical company called Clorox for $970 million US dollars. Absolutely. $970 million. 970 million US dollars that company Burt's Bees. Um, now Quimby's portion she got uh, Roxanne Quimby she got 173 million and Burt uh, he was given 4 million dollars but actually very interesting because if you if you do a bit of research on that and um, they've done like a little documentary on uh, Burt from Burt's Bees and um, really humble guy like he lived he was off the grid and and um, completely almost isolated and lived by himself. So really interesting documentary, though. 98. Uh, bees hate the smell of peppermint. Um, they're attracted to many plants and, and obviously flowers, but they don't like peppermint. So if you've got bees that are 
being a sort of a nuisance or those scout bees, you can actually use um, like a peppermint spray because uh, I absolutely hate it. Um, and the final one, that was 98, so final one, 99. Uh, in uh, in uh, Africa, they've got the uh, the greater honey guides or a type of bird. And what they do, um, this particular bird, um, it benefits what they do is actually takes the the, the human, the, um, the tribes person, to the hive. But what they do is it lets them know that the, the person is going to get the honey, but the this particular bird, <clears throat> the honey guide, will actually eat the larvae because it's a really rich source of food. Um, once again, you know, I really encourage you to Google that and check that out, the uh, greater honey guide, which is an amazing bird. So really, really cool. Um, and so, yeah, just finishing off on that. So that was 99 BFACs. Thanks for listening. I'm sure you've learned something there because I know I did. And um, as a biologist, uh, Carl von Fritsch, uh, he's the one who sort of discovered and sort of wrote about the bee dance. Uh, the bee's life is like a magical well. The more you draw from it, the more it fills with water. And that was his quote, which I think is so true. So uh, fascinating. Now, once again, if there's anything you'd like to hear or you want someone, you know, hear on what, what, what do you want to hear on the podcast? What would you like to hear? I really would value your feedback. You know, send me a text. I'm not behind a computer all that much. Um, 0437077792 shoot me for a message uh, let me know how you're going with your bees I'm always curious to know how you're going anything a little bit different and uh, and don't forget if you can you know mean a lot to me subscribe to it and if you can really 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 mean a lot is if you could actually uh, give a review because I really appreciate your time and thank you so much for listening take care look after yourself and love those bees <laughs>